Welcome to the Move the Stairs podcast by the Denver-based public relations strategist at MNC Communications. We help clients from the CBD industry to nonprofits and beyond tackle their toughest communications challenges and protect their brand using our state-of-the-art tools and strategies. I'm president and founder, Diane Mulligan. For us, public relations is all about brand protection. We are experts in growing active communities, deflecting negative public relations, and building trust to help our clients stand head and shoulders above competitors. I'm Vice President Sarah Beatty. We're all former journalists. We've been in front of the camera and behind the scenes. We call our experience insider media relations, helping clients turn crisis communications and media relations challenges into opportunities that bolster the bottom line. And I'm PR manager Jordan Sherman. At MNC, we craft distinctive and effective solutions for your communications challenges. We call it our Move the Stairs philosophy. On this podcast, we share our best ideas for brand protection, crisis communications, media relations, and more. Let's get right to it. This week's Move the Stairs podcast. Jordan Sherman, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, We have entered the month of May. It's our first uh, record in May. Yeah, right? Um, (laughs) Beautiful weather for now, but here in Colorado, of course, we're going to get snow next week because that's just how it goes here in May. But every month, uh, we introduce a new topic and a new theme. And this, the theme this month is, um, you know, going forward and turning your, your CBD brand from just another company into an industry and thought leader. And that is just so important uh, in, in today's day and age. Uh, thought leadership is, you know, kind of a PR inside baseball reference. So we're going to be sure to kind of explain that um, in depth a little bit later on. So uh, we'll get to that in just a few moments. But specifically today, we're going to talk about how your brand's messaging and how retooling or rebuilding or starting from scratch and building your brand's message can help you achieve brand protection PR and help you on your journey on the way to thought leadership. Well, and we're going to get into thought leadership, but I think that you're absolutely right. Taking your CBD company from just one of of many to the one, that's what we're trying to help you do today. And to do that, we're going to break this down into many conversations. First, we're going to revisit what it means to be a thought leader and explain that term and help you establish um, the framework of your brand's outreach using the MNC four C's. And we talk about that document a lot. Then we're going to give you examples of great brand messaging um, as uh, kind of a, a, a breadcrumb path to follow as you brainstorm and think about how you're going to use those four C's to um, incorporate into the look and feel of your brand's digital footprint going forward. And finally, we are going to help you build pillars. So lots of buzzwords today, Jordan, Hmm. but pillars of uh, messaging to build your brand around. And you're going to hear us mention the four C's. I think our count is already up to like two, three, maybe even four mentions in what, three minutes into the podcast record. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's going to be our free downloadable one sheet. Um, we do publish these recordings uh, via blog every Friday. So you can get this one sheet uh, today and every Friday. Just check out movethestairs.com, click into the most recent blog post, and you will see a link to that four C's downloadable. So 
without further ado, let's get started building out the framework of your brand's messaging. And what's so important, Sarah, is when you become a thought leader in your space, you've achieved a critical component of brand protection for your CBD company. And yeah. when we say thought leadership, um, we mean somebody who has an authoritative voice in an industry where they are considered one of, if not the primary, go-to expert. And we've talked about thought leadership before on the Move the Stairs podcast. You can go back and listen to that um, to dig a little bit deeper into it. But these are the people who are constantly on the precipice of the latest developments in their industry. Uh, they're almost and, always and willing to in offer. in the press. Yeah, in, in the press. That's right. <laughs> they're almost always willing to offer their opinion and insight into what's new and what's happening now. So, you know, this, that quote I just read, we pulled that from a previous podcast. So again, please go back and listen to that on demand if you're still kind of working through the process of what being a thought leader is. But man, when you have achieved that, when you speak, your voice like echoes, it, it carries volumes, decibels, if you will, it carries, right? Yeah. Well, and you know, I'm never one to let a, a good pun get away. So on the precipice and in the presses is, is exactly what you are trying <laughs> to create. <laughs> I know, sorry. But that's what thought leadership is. And that level of trust by the media in particular um, that translates to your customers, your potential customers, um, stakeholders, your colleagues, maybe other people in the industry that is incredibly powerful, incredibly powerful. And it really gives you a um, huge level of brand protection PR, especially if something, if and when something negative happens, um, that it directly or indirectly puts your brand into the spotlight. It, it's, it's kind of like Jordan having a little bit of a bank account. Mm -hmm right? With your stakeholders, with your customers. Um, they're like, gosh, I know that company. They are so direct and forward and honest and transparent. And, you know, I, the, the president of the company, the CEO is out there. I hear from them. They're nice people. They work hard. Um, I really, something's going on in the industry, but I want to hear from them what they think, what their opinion is. Um, they're going to be honest and truthful with me. And the media um, having the media know that they can call you um, to get an honest and straightforward, transparent um, information about something that that maybe isn't going right. It's a really, really powerful uh, component of brand protection. Right. And it's, you know, once you establish that level of thought leadership, um, hopefully in that, you know, kind of two minute shotgun um, explanation there the wheels are turning in your brain and how powerful that actually is, but it doesn't happen overnight. Um, and we're going to talk about a few brands uh, where they have worked on that a little bit later on in the podcast, but um, you know, you don't have to necessarily put yourself in a position where you got to cram it all into one um, brainstorm session either. Um, and we like to start with the MNC four C's. Uh, and we encourage you to please download this document. Um, the one that we have online is geared toward COVID and masks, but you can take that same framework and really use those four C's to, you know, build uh, messaging behind your brand. So I guess we've talked about it enough, Sarah. We, we should outline what they are. The four C's, clear, you, you compassionate, think, yeah. consistent, 
and conversational. Those are the four C's. They make up the four C's. And right. if you can include these four C's in your tone of conversation, um, whether it's on digital media, your website, social media, and even traditional media, if you're getting quoted in the newspaper or you're providing a quote for television, that's important too. It's going to help you develop a brand digital footprint, kind of the first building block um, and shape the overall message for your CBD company's brand message to build upon. Yeah, and so let's go through these really quickly because as you as you mentioned, um, these are available on the MoveTheStairs.com website. But clear, this one's pretty straightforward. Guys, keep it simple. Keep your thoughts one thought per sentence. Um, keep it really clear, straightforward, and focused. Compassionate. Put yourself in your audience's shoes, right? Your product is not the hero. You are not the hero. Your audience, your customers are. So your outreach is not about how great and wonderful your product is. And it is. Mm -hmm. It's about how you can help your customers. Consistent. This is the one that I think is the biggest challenge, quite honestly. It is. And you've got some data on this down below, so I'm not going to mm -hmm. steal your thunder there. But research does tell us that modeling the desired behavior um, will help with the desired outcome. So consistency, consistency, consistency of outreach and making sure that um, your outreach on social media or, or you know, uh, on your blog posts, wherever you are getting the biggest bang for your buck as far as outreach goes, it's not just a one and done or an every now and again or when I get to it or oh gosh, I know that I really need to do that and you know, probably do a blog post once a year or a couple of social posts you know, now and again. Consistent, 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 consistent. I'm not sure how many times I can say it. <laughs> <laughs> how about at least seven important. times, hint, hint. <laughs> hint, hint, and we'll tell you why in a second. But the other thing is conversational. And this goes with clear, right? So clear is totally straightforward and simple. You're not using, um, you know, a bunch of jargon. You're not using complicated terms that people may not have access to. They may not have heard before. But conversational, keep, you're having a conversation. We like to say, think of your grandma. Explain this so that your grandma can understand it. Um, it's direct, simple, free of jargon. It's friendly. It's open and, you know, non threatening. You're not trying to impress people with your incredible wealth of knowledge. You're just trying to bring them with you on your journey. And you've got to do it with really conversational, clear um, messaging to start out with because people aren't at the same level that you are. Right. And when we um, when we produce that one sheet, again, free for download, movethestairs.com, uh, our emphasis was behind masks. And even though we're starting to see some changes uh, with policies, and it depends on where you are by state, um, I, you know, as of May 7th, um, the implementation of the four C's in your brand's messaging is really going to help you. So if you kind of pick away the mask um, specifics in that, you can kind of get down to the, uh, the, the guts of the house, so to speak, you know, the foundation, um, all of your support beams, and that's where those four C's live. So you can really adapt it to just about anything that you're trying to get out there for your brand. Right. 
So I think that's a that's a great point, and it really dovetails with um, the move the stairs philosophy. So we call this the Move the Stairs podcast, MoveTheStairs.com. You, you know, hopefully you've heard the story by now. But if not, Move the Stairs simply means basically make lemonade out of lemons. Whatever life throws at you, whatever challenges are in your way, what um, and and we know in the CBD industry. There are many, many challenges to communicating that are very well known. It's a, it's a real challenge to get your message out. But it doesn't mean that you cannot get your message out. It means that you need to be um, creative, that you need to think about how are the ways that I can communicate, that I can share my message? Um, what can I do instead of, oh, I'm so frustrated about what I cannot do? Move the stairs means you figure it out. You figure out a way to communicate. And that um, that's really the philosophy that um, Diane Mulligan, she's not with us today. Um, she's off today. But, you know, our president um, has instilled from the very, very beginning of MNC is this philosophy of move the stairs and figure out what you can do. Well said. I think Diane somewhere is, you know, applauding with that, that right. rendition of the move the stairs story. <laughs> <laughs> So I've been looking forward to this segment, Sarah, because I get to uh, grill you. And even in our rundown, I didn't put the answers to any of these questions I'm about to ask you. So for folks listening on the podcast, uh, <laughs> we're putting Sarah on the spot and I'm so excited. Okay. So we're, we're going to talk about great examples of brand messaging and um, just going to have a little fun with it. So what I'm going to do is read off a few very well-known um, brand phrases, catchphrases, I guess, if you will. And you're going to try to guess the company. Are you ready for this? You really are putting me on the spot. All right, go. <laughs> All right, just do it. All right, that is Nike. Yep. Ding, ding. We are one right? for one. I've got five total. So oh, I don't want to take up the entire like, segment with it. Was, I didn't study. <laughs> I didn't prep. Oh, my gosh. We'll see. Yeah, Sarah didn't study for the test. We'll see if she's one of those uh, students who can go about not studying and still pass. We'll we'll find out here shortly. Right. Give me a grade um, at the end. How about it gives you wings? This one I'm less sure about, but I'm going to make the guess here that isn't this Red Bull? It is Red Bull. You are absolutely okay. correct. Two for two. Not bad. Woo, good. Okay. Um, how about this one? I'm loving it. Wait, now, isn't that... Because don't you have to hum the little song? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> right? I'm not going to because I don't want people to tune out of this podcast. But <laughs> okay, but that one's McDonald's, and I, you know what I love actually, the their new ads have this really gravelly, um, you know, like movie movie uh, announcer ad announcer voice guy going, dun, 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 dun. I'm loving it, and he's, <laughs> it's just like. It's just kind of a new hip take on, you know, what has been their branding message for years and years. And I, I noticed it. So, you know, again, as we're talking about building branding. Yeah. I mean, right? hey, they've been around for 70 years. So you got to do something to stay hip with the times, I guess. Right. Right. For sure. <laughs> All right. Um, how about this one? The worldwide leader in sports. Oh, OK. I'm not the biggest sports person in the I, world. That's so why I tossed this in here. I said, ah! they're on one of these. All right. I'm going to make, here's the thing, I'm flat guessing here, but I'm thinking that the worldwide leader in sports would be ESPN. Yeah, you got it. Absolutely. Right on. <laughs> four for four. My husband won't divorce me now. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, his Jayhawks are, are playing on there far too often for you to not know that. So, 
All right. Yes, last they one. are. Rock chalk. That's right. <laughs> All right. Last one. You're not you when you're hungry. Okay. Are you talking to me? Because I'm on a diet this week and I haven't <laughs> been me all week. <laughs> but that, I will tell you because I really identify it this week, that is Snickers. Yeah. Five for five. Hot dang. Nice Not job. that I've had a Snickers in two weeks or right. actually much longer than that, nor will I have one for months. <laughs> But, you know, it's funny because that that is my go to when I am, um, you know, on a grocery store run or whatever, waiting for um, knowing that dinner is not for a couple of hours. I'm like, oh, you know, it's got peanuts in it and you know, that'll Healthy. hold me over. So, yeah, That's exactly. Good. So what's the purpose of this exercise for everyone listening um, who's about ready to turn a channel on us? <laughs> these companies Sorry. are all incredibly well known. They produce products uh, that are bought and sold globally and they've been around for a really long time. And, you know, we don't expect the listeners of this podcast to have that type of global recognition. I mean, if you do, hats off to you. That's fantastic. But especially given where we are in the CBD industry, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily the snack, um, the beverage, footwear, uh, et cetera. And the CBD industry is still relatively young, too. So there's still a lot of growth to be had there. So it's not to say you won't have that global recognition in the future where you have that one catchy uh, brand phrase. Um, but it would be nice, too, if, you know, everyone within the CBD industry wouldn't necessarily mind having their, you know, brand recognition of a company like Charlotte's Web either, right? Well, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I hope nobody would turn their nose up at that. <laughs> and where should they? But, you know, here's the thing. These companies didn't enjoy messaging and branding success overnight. Um, in most cases, well, in really in all of those cases, they had to work at it. They were using the four C's, even though, um, you know, it, they, they may not have known it. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably enjoyed some luck uh, along the way. But let's take Nike here as an example. Co-founder of Nike, Phil Knight, combined his love of track and his master's degree in business, not a bad thing to have, mm-hmm. um, to found a sneaker company that could um, really inexpensively and effectively produce running shoes for people here in the States. And so we've got a purpose. We've got a product to benefit, um, you know, athletes that were produced by someone who really understood what those athletes needed. So, you know, great product, great start to a company, but that does not develop branding. Exactly. And um, great information here from Brand Minds. That's where I've sourced this from and I've included a link into our blog post. You can go and read the entire Nike story there. But the company had rebranded from Blue Ribbon Sports to Nike based on a the company's first employee having a dream the night before about Nike. And you know, for those who are long removed from eighth grade um, Greek mythology, such as myself, um, Nike is the Greek goddess of victory. So no surprise there, it's stuck. And I think what um, this the uh, brand minds pointed out, which I think is really important here, the K in Nike really sticks. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. So when you say that, even though it's a four-letter word, it's like, wow, I mean, that really sticks. Well, and I think I will say um, because it's Greek, there's a little, you know, you feel sort of... Um, I don't know, learned or sophisticated. Yeah. You know, you're like Nike. Did you know that's the Greek god of victory? You right. know, like just, <laughs> there's some there's a branding element to that. As you're crossing and, the finish line. 
as you're yes as you you know streak across the finish line far before anyone else so what about that just do it slogan now i think that's a great slogan because mm -hmm. boy it's simple mm -hmm. it looks great it sounds great it's straightforward it's short it's you know like one syllable uh words it offers hope encouragement it inspires confidence and it's not like i'm a winner or i'm the best or you know what i mean it really is that sort of inclusive slogan that says you're winning by getting it done i don't care if you're out there taking your first steps after your you know rehab or your uh you know just getting moving you know trying to lose weight or or maybe you're a world-class athlete just do it means just get your fanny out there and make it happen and and you are the goddess of victory crossing the finish line right That's right absolutely so you have the purpose you've got a really cool catchphrase got an awesome company name and lastly i want to bring in the michael jordan effect i mean who didn't grow up in the 80s and 90s and not know the name Michael Jordan. In fact, I remember sitting in first grade and we had a smaller class. So it was kindergarten, first grade, and second grade all combined. And I sat next to a student whose name was Michael. And then I sat on his right and I'm Jordan. So, you know, it was kind of the Michael Jordan thing. We, I mean, we all, we all knew who he was, even though we were, you know, seven and eight years old. So, <laughs> but, you know, he signed a sneaker deal um, with Nike and the 80s and 90s, again, synonymous with him. So we've got the driven founder, we've got a catchy company name, and a major influencer. So is it really any surprise that, you know, with a little bit of luck and some hard work that it's a multi-billion dollar company? Well, and so let's apply this right now to CBD companies, because, mm -hmm. you know, CBD companies are in the very, very, very early stages of building that kind of brand recognition, that kind right. of um, brand message. And so we're, and there are many, many challenges, as we know, to um, communicating about CBD. So where does that leave us? Um, there was an industry study um, just recently published, we shared it on our social media last week or week before, um, that looked at CBD impacts on the liver. Now, preliminary study, it still needs to be peer reviewed. Um, the FDA hasn't weighed in on it yet, but the data showed that there is not at certain um, certain levels. So this is really wonderful news and a promising study. Um, and it's going to be uh, peer reviewed, released for peer review as well. So if you are looking for brand, you know, establishing that credibility, that transparency, that brand messaging, taking a piece of news like this um, and just running with it and saying, CBD is totally safe and it's fine and won't hurt. No, 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 no. That's not what we're saying. And that's not what you're saying. Mm -hmm. But you can share some of this information very um, carefully and um, strategically with your audience to say, look, here's some information. Here's what it means. Here's It doesn't mean this, but it does mean this. Um, and here are links to it. Here's who's saying this. You're being very transparent mm -hmm. about the information that's out there. And what that is doing is building um, credibility and transparency in your brand that you're sharing data as it comes out very carefully, very thoughtfully, precisely. Um, and that can help be one of those core components of your brand message.
So really quick, next week, uh, for those who subscribe to our Move the Stairs podcast, we're going to be talking about how you can take the next step in building your uh, brand's message with members of the media. Remember at the uh, very beginning of this, we talked about how powerful the press is in establishing yourself as a thought leader. So if you have any questions ahead of time, uh, by all means, feel free to drop us a line. But I do think, Sarah, that this is a really good segue into working toward building your brand's pillars, one of our buzzwords that we like to use, right? So with an industry like CBD, where we have a lot of new information coming out, um, you know, we have regulations that say you can do one thing and not another thing. Sometimes that varies by state. Um, A lot of things are moving and shaking here. So if you're looking to say, hey, let's build one of our... um, brand messaging pillars on some of this new information, whether it's studies, um, uh, research, whatever the case may be, you can absolutely do that using the four C's. But again, you have to be a little careful with this, as you were alluding to just a few minutes ago. Well, and here's what I love. So you have, you because I'm just, I'm going to go for every pun, Jordan, every single one you do know it. me. Okay, so we're talking about our brand pillars and the data you have pulled here comes from column five media, right? Mm -hmm. Brand messaging pillars are a crucial element of your brand messaging and a particularly useful tool for content creators. So this is basically, there are basically three major themes, benefits or selling points that make your brand unique. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, at MNC, our brand pillars are CBD brand protection, media training, and crisis communications, right? That's And then brand protection is the roof on that um, three-legged stool. I know that stools don't have a roof, but work with me here. So brand protection, you know, everything we do builds toward that, that roof that protects your brand. And the three pillars are, you know, the three service areas that we really concentrate on to build brand protection PR. Now, just like we talked about a minute ago, um, if scientific studies and breakthroughs like the CBD and liver study are important to you, and they are as a CBD business, using the four C's can take a theme like transparency of scientific research on CBD Mm -hmm. and break it down into a way that resonates with the audience you're trying to reach. Because... Um, you know, so, so many CBD companies are in the health, wellness, cosmeceutical space. So we're talking about um, people, we are talking to people who are going to be particularly interested in um, the scientific data that is coming out on a a really accelerating level, accelerating uh, timeline um, behind uh, CBD, right? Yeah. So how might you do this? And we're taking, I mean, we're getting really specific saying, hey, you know, we're going to put ourselves in your shoes for a moment here and take this, you know, piece of research um, or data that has come out and say, you know, maybe this is how the MNC would look at it and advise one of our clients. But if that's a a pillar that you want to build upon for your company, by all means, I think it's a fantastic one, especially with um, all the new research coming out and, you know, new studies cropping up every day. It really doesn't hurt to have a CMO on your staff. Um, Explain you know, CMO. A chief medical officer. Sorry. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> <If> <laughs> clear, you chief, Jordan. Clear. Exactly. Be clear. If you have a chief medical officer on your staff, they can be clear and they can have an authoritative voice and to mm-hmm. offer 
insight and analysis into these types of studies. Um, and transparency, I think, in 2021 is more important than it ever has been to your consumers. And especially if you look at the type of people who use CBD, they're into the health and the wellness, and chances are they're into transparency also. So this gives you a really great opportunity behind an authoritative voice to offer expertise through your chief medical officer, whether it's um, online or on your social media. And again, be careful with your social media. I know you'll talk about this in a minute, Sarah, but um, it's a great opportunity for you if you want to build on that pillar. Right. So compassionate is one of the other four C's. And we've talked about it before in this podcast. And really, I think, in, I don't know how many podcasts, I don't even want to think about it. Mm -hmm. um, this is where you are putting yourself in your customer's shoes. So instead of, we offer CBD that does this, or we offer products that do that, or, you know, we have the best, or we have the purest, or we have the whatever. Um, you know, you've got to put yourself in your customer's shoes and reflect what might be important to your customers. Um, the beautiful packaging, I'll tell you, I get um, AOC, uh, you know, facial oil, mm -hmm. and it is an experience to open up that packaging. It's so gorgeous. It's well packaged. I feel, I feel special when I open up this package that gets sent to me. It's an experience. Right? It's an absolute experience. And so, you know, our customers love the experience. They love um, how it makes them feel from the moment they open the package going forward. There's a message that you can run with, right? Mm -hmm. Now, we all know, and let us repeat mm -hmm. consistently, that you cannot say that CBD helps treat, diagnose, or cure various symptoms, right? We all know this. Um, so let's take this one step further. The, the CBD um, on liver function uh, study. Mm -hmm. So you can come out and say, here was this study. Um, you could come out and say, gosh, it's great that there's study like this, um, that we're getting new information every day. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you can share links to that information. You can say, um, this is a great step in the right direction. All of those things you can safely say um, you can talk about the frequency of research now compared to a few years ago. You can talk about studies that, um, you know, the FDA uh, has looked at. You can talk about studies that are in the pipeline. So you, there, you can talk about these things, but you need to be careful, strategic, specific, right? And you need to put your audience in the driver's seat uh, of the information to say, you know, here's what's available now. Mm -hmm. Here's what this may mean to you, but you are staying really, really, really right. carefully in, you know, in between the lines. You're walking that tightrope for sure, just to make sure you don't draw the ire of the FDA. And we right. know that they've already sent out warning letters in 2021. So uh, continue to be careful with that. Let's right. move on to the third of the fourth C, consistency. And we have referenced the marketing rule of seven on this podcast hopefully more than seven times, I think more I'm than sure. seven times. <laughs> and you know, just to sum that up, it, it's somebody needs to hear something seven times, whether you're talking about a product or a brand before it, it starts to stick, um, it starts to resonate in their brain. So it, whether you're trying to adapt um, your brand's messaging pillars um, or you're starting from scratch, the consistency of this message matters. So 
what does this mean? It does not mean turning on the digital fire hose and you're giving a 12-hour dissertation on the history of CBD and mankind all at once on your website or your social media pages, but it does mean that you're working toward a consistent cadence of information either on your website or on your social media pages without overwhelming your consumer because ultimately you want that trail of breadcrumbs to be tasty for them. So they're going to keep coming back for more information. So whether this is posting for seven consecutive weeks on a given day, we'd like to do this with our um, content calendars for our clients, choosing a daily theme. So maybe it's a medical minute, um, something along those lines, or um, it, it's going beyond that because keep in mind, the organic algorithms for social media, and by organic, I mean when you're not throwing money into the pot to make your posts pop um, and show up in people's feeds, if you're not putting money into it, the chances are that somebody's going to see something for seven consecutive weeks without necessarily navigating to your pages or your website is slim to none. So you may have to double this or triple this. So you're posting things for 14 days or 14 weeks or 21 weeks. So having a really um, rock solid plan and putting out information and content can be really helpful for you to build that consistency in your digital footprint. And one more thing, Sarah, before I pass the baton here, Facebook's algorithms, they are not a big fan of the whole start stop thing. If you yeah. start, you got to keep that train on the tracks and, uh, you know, keep feeding the coal into the engine, so to speak, every now and again, so that you can keep your, the algorithms happy so that your organic reach as low as it is going to be anyway, um, doesn't get dinged. Yeah. And so conversational and Jordan, we've been awfully conversational in this podcast. We need to wrap <laughs> it up because <laughs> as you and I tend to be, but you remember, um, Charlie Brown's teacher, wah, 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 wah. So, right, this is the whole point of <clears throat> keeping it conversational. Um, there's a lot of scientific information. There's a lot of detail. Um, and I think that there's a tendency to say, um, look how smart I am. Look how much I know. Look how seriously we take this as a company. Look at all this background. Look how far we are down the road in this industry. I don't care. Well, it's I don't not care. You know, make me about, care make me care but think about your customers mm -hmm. how many potential customers don't know that cbd is legal right right like you have to and not only that maybe your current customers do but maybe your potential customers don't right so you this is why we talk about having multiple pillars of information that you talk about on a regular basis because remember you're not just growing like a little group of customers that are going to come along with you, you want to be growing and adding right. new people. And you've got to make sure, you know, it's like meet them where they're at or you know, whatever that phrase is. Um, and you've got to make sure that you're not crossing these lines from the FDA and, and getting into trouble there. But you're keeping it conversational and you're making sure to go back and scoop up the newbies, right? And bring them with you with that really clear, straightforward conversational information about stuff that you probably feel like I have covered this ad nauseum. Guess what? Do it again, do it again, and then do it again. I, I couldn't agree more because I mean, if you're just blasting me with stuff that's over my head, I'm not going to care. I'm going to keep scrolling. Uh, right. 
that that is just kind of where we are. Unless somebody's really in tune with the information that they want to see, and by all means, if you have that back and forth with them in the comment section, that's fantastic. Right. But in the original post is not where you necessarily want to dive into the uh, you know 401 level uh, informative stuff. So uh, really quick. Monk. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> in thinking about the CBD liver study or just, you know, studies in general, if, if that was going to be one of your brand messaging pillars, there are any number of directions your company could go um, with this type of, you know, research or outreach to your audience. The key here is to identify the other major themes that you want to build upon so that those three, four pillars you can put together um, and work together so that you're reaching your target audience or your target audiences, if that's going to be the case too. And if you can tackle this, you're going to have started to build that digital footprint, the digital building block um, for your company's brands, for your company brand message to get out there um, before you even pick up the phone and talk to a reporter. Right. And that's that's a content map, which you know we've sort of mentioned before, and maybe mm -hmm. we need to do a whole podcast on on how to build a content map, but <clears throat> that just means that you've got content that you talk about Mondays and a topic that you talk about Tuesdays and another topic on Wednesday and whatever it might be. So we're going to wrap this up because I know we've thrown a lot at you today. To briefly recap this Move the Stairs podcast, we have talked about what it means to be a thought leader and the framework that you can use to really develop and um, push your brand's message. We have talked about some of the existing brands that are great examples. We've talked about Nike, uh, Snickers. You can tell I'm starving. Um, and, you know, <laughs> use those as an example um, to think about where you can go with a really consistent brand message. And finally, we talked about how you can identify pillars, topics that you talk about over and over and over to build a consistent, coherent um, and yet, um, you know, different, interesting, engaging, compelling brand message and put it into action. And all those together will help you get you on your way to being a thought leader in your industry. So we thank you so much for joining us for this week's Move the Stairs podcast. We are always here to help you protect your CBD business with Brand Protection PR. If you have any questions ahead for next week's podcast, about how you can handle that reporter interview, feel free to shoot us an email. Until then, we'll see you next time.